And that is my solution to world hunger. What is GM? Oh, you must have cut off. What? What? Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, see? Okay. Smart, right? Yeah. No, yeah. that's all. You got a great tan. Really? Yeah. Mm. Didn't realize. I know, because you're wearing it. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. So I was just writing down some things I was thinking about this morning when I was out for a run. Mm-hmm. When I say some things I was thinking about, more questions. Mm. I love questions. For you. You do? Yeah. I think that that might... What's this called again? Foam. Wind blocker thing. Wind blocker. Nice. It needs a it needs a wash. Mm, probably. Because your face is so close to it. I know, right? Oh dear! Look at that. Okay, just keep it. <laughs> maybe keep your face towards you for now. <laughs> that is All right. Ridiculous. GM. Yes. G. I I feel I've been really slack on the the old Potteruni. Mm. Recently, with no uh no excuse. Other than, I've been traveling so much and working so hard. <laughs> ah, I'm just gonna swig my tea. How are you doing? Doing all right. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, I realize there's a lot of changes, right, going mm. on in my life, and uh, I'm just trying to navigate. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, had a coaching thing, going part time, and the work stuff, and all that, and maybe also a live proposition. Live proposition. Live proposition. Well, it won't be live because it's recorded, but it's live for you. I'm not going to get down on one knee or okay. both knees. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have recently gone part at a time Yeah. And you're, uh, you've gone content heavy. I have. Hells yeah. You're a pumping in, you're a pumping media content machine. Yeah. Min Vaynerchuk. <laughs> What's been happening? Walk me through it. Yeah, so... Like I said, the process is easy. It's simple. It's not easy. There it is. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, yeah, content every day. Uh, try. So that's the thing that I've been doing consistently, like mm. just putting things out every single day on the platforms, like especially written. Like written, I've been pretty consistent on LinkedIn, Medium, my, my Substack. I haven't um, seen it. Hmm. I've seen like bits of it come up here and there, but only. Okay, the algorithm's not. Uh... The algorithm needs work. Are you are you posting on uh, on the YouTube? On the yeah, YouTube, YouTube not as yeah no uh, not consistent with that one not yet. I'm trying to figure out how to make it more natural. Yeah. Yeah. You record it now. What do you want to say? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a tough part. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I don't know what's wrong with me today but yes I mean this is with that I think um, what I need to do better or do more of it's mm. how do I find and engage with um, people like no one's gonna discover you out of nowhere right like mm. you need to show up in places um, just putting your content out there doesn't mean you'll show up so Quick question for you. How are you staying consistent? Have you got a process, a method? Like, I'm going to do it, like, going to get up at 4 a.m. and do, like, an upside-down ice bath and do dry needling in my eyes for 48 minutes and then 
content just appears on the page. No content does not just appear on the page. Uh, well, I have a, I have like a routine. So What's in the morning, routine? I just write whatever, like a morning page, right? Just write whatever that's on my mind. And then write or type. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And right. Then from With there, a quill, old school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I start with that and then uh, see where the thoughts develop. Um, sometimes there might be a few thoughts and I'll try to space it out. Okay, I'll focus on this one for today. Mm. Save the next one for tomorrow or whatnot. Um, yeah, so the morning pages is basically my idea generator. Just thinking about, okay, yeah, what can I talk about? Mm. Um, then I just dedicate two hours to just typing. Two hours? It's I know it's too long. I need to shorten it to an hour. Give one day is too long, so I can't. I can't maintain focus for two hours. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the amount of time I need. I feel. Uh, well, so far, sometimes I've gone over. Yeah. But yeah, two hours is uh, just a good enough amount of time for me to type things out and then just publish it. Do we need this light on? No, we don't. We're on, yeah. Okay, maybe it's just me yeah. having dark visions. That's really cool. What have you been writing about recently? Uh, I haven't seen it all yet. Yeah, mostly about management stuff, um, like how to be a manager. Just going through, you know, what's what's your responsibility? You know, mm-hmm. how how you measuring your own performance? Uh, what skills you need? Uh, I was talking about like um, the most recent ones, like feedback. You know, how do you give effective feedback, and why the shit sandwich does not work anymore, <laughs> or no one should use this shit sandwich. But it's yeah. nice. Not the sandwich. <laughs> I just wanted to say sure. it. I know it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just being a fucking child but today, yeah. man. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, it's... What's the alternative to the shit sandwich? You're only giving a shit sandwich is mm. because you can't be transparent and direct with your people. And to be able to be direct and transparent needs to start with you. It starts with the culture. Mm. Have you established a culture of transparency openness and kindness right like how do you give kind feedback just because it's direct doesn't mean it has to be mean so how do you do it kind feedback uh tell the truth you know don't exaggerate uh think about the other person like how would they be receiving this right mm. um don't use basically use non-violent language uh but i mean yeah don't read, just don't use hurtful language have you read the book no no i've not non, I've, non-violent communication no it's it's actually very good i too have not read it i have listened to it oh okay and i'm just oh. gonna dig it out quickly so we can put it in the show notes sure because we're so cool yeah so what's your approach then how do you ensure you use non-violent language or non-confrontational language? Especially if you're trying to give feedback and you're really pissed off. Mm. Marshall Rosenberg, non-violent communication. It's very, very good. It's a five-hour, nine-minute listen. Wow. Okay. Probably better to just get the book if it's that long. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, how do you do it? I think it comes down to the trust mm. where like 
I know how you operate, you know how I operate, it's, it becomes easier to give difficult feedback, right? You don't have to think about, oh, how should I phrase this and whatnot? You can be direct, mm. but coming to your, your question about how do you, when, when, you're, when you're angry, when you're full of emotions, how do you give feedback, right? Yeah. Um, I think first comes down to first understanding why you're angry and what you're angry about. Yeah. Rather than just say, hey, I just don't like you as a person or that doesn't help anyone, right? Yeah. Like understanding, okay, what's, what's, what triggered you and why are you reacting that way? It comes down to first assessing your own, your own emotions yeah. and see, is it right to react this way, right? Um, no one can tell you if, how to feel right but you 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 should know yourself like is this is this the right reaction mm. if it is okay then why like how can i make sure that this you know the other person doesn't make me react this way or what specifically made me react this way um was it an expectation that i had was it a standard that was not being followed or a, a value that was um violated is, is a strong word but you know somehow like vi values are compromised right violated is fine okay <laughs> uh so yeah being specific is one of the the key things about giving effective feedback you need mm. to be specific about the action the behavior or the outcome mm. not about the person yeah so when you, you come that way look at it objectively i am not like you are on the same team we are trying to tackle this behavior this outcome this action yep. or this situation yeah then it becomes easier i wouldn't say it becomes easy because it's, it's never easy right to to bring something difficult up to to give feedback on you know building that trust right and that the relationship to be able to give direct feedback mm. um i had a thought on this as well i was talking to a, obviously a buddy of mine that i work closely with he's a cfo and when you're at that level and you're giving peer-to-peer -peer feedback, especially when you have a, an existing relationship or friendship with somebody, doesn't it become more difficult? Okay. Yes, oh, it, might, it might become more difficult. Mm. So how do we get over it? It's still necessary. Like, if feedback is necessary, you need to get over that difficult feedback, right? You, mm -hmm. the, the worst thing you can do is avoid. <laughs> and let it faster this is one thing i put down the silence violence and compliance mm -hmm. in terms of feedback and communication right yeah did we talk about that briefly we, yes I yeah think we did same thing it's like you just kind of gloss over it it's just like oh, silence it's okay it's fine it'll work mm. itself out that's the difficulty as well right we spoke about giving feedback and everything might be smooth sailing ish but you don't realize what's bubbling underneath the surface. Mm. Maybe you kind of do, but you don't want to rock the boat or mm. poke the bear because I'm going to use another one. Why upset the apple cart <laughs> if things are uh, <laughs> if things are you know, kind of smooth? Right. I think that's what's required, though, right, for growth, especially in organizations. Mm. I think people break first in a fast-growing organization. Because frustrations, misalignments, 
violated values, standards, and expectations. Mm. I just think it's fucking crazy, you know, when you think about the concept of work. So I'm interviewing right now, and we obviously did interviews before. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to go through this interview process. Yeah. That's in, in total five hours, six hours, and you need to assess within those number of hours how good this person's going to be to work with for eight to 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. <laughs> five days a week, sometimes more, mm. for you know, a good few years. I wonder if there's a better way to do it. Um, I read, I don't remember who wrote this. I think it was Jason Fried, Fried, um, Basecamp founder. Mm. Um, he was saying like when he hires, he look for future potential rather than current potential. Um, okay. and how do you, how do you assess if someone has that future potential? Right. So his premise is I want to hire someone who has the potential by right now they are in a position that does not give them that opportunity to shine. Right. Right. So maybe right now they're not in, in their current position. They're not performing that well, mm. maybe because they're just not given the right opportunities. Right. The, the leader or the manager can't really see that. And they're looking for a change. And when you're hiring and when you're interviewing the, this, you know, these, these people is where you discover what's their future potential. Right, it's it's through those conversations whether, hey, do I look forward to working with this person or not? It it comes down, it, it's it's very nuanced, right? Like yes, someone could have like certifications, could have all those things yeah. written on their resume, but yeah. future potential could only be assessed when you're interviewing that, that person, right? Um, one thing that I've that I'm reading right now is like start with why, like, yeah. I know you read it before? Through, no, I've not. Hmm. Before me, just actually reading the book now. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Did you steal it from me? No. Okay, good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh fuck! I saw a picture. Is that all your books arriving all at once? Yeah. yeah. Ah. Yeah. Where, where was that? Was that on Threads? Instagram. Was on the gram, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So start with why. If if the organization does not have a strong why then you're just hiring the person to do the what. What needs to be done. Yeah. How it needs to be done. But there's no strong why, right? So reflecting back on when you're when you're trying to hire someone, what is your why? Like why why should someone join your company? Mm. Um I think that's that's one way. There was a there was a I've heard about the the beer test and the aeroplane test. Mm-hmm. Could you sit next to this person on a long haul flight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you want to go for a couple of beers with this person? Mm. I suppose you could also common denominator common denominator there is spend time with. Right. In a confined space. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm trying to find the right people to work with and who want to work with you. To roll the dice, I think it was Jack Welch. Is it Jack Welch who was writing about this? Just want to know the other guy. Uh, can't remember. Not in. Was it Intel or that book? Can't remember. Talking about hiring, being a complete roll of the dice a lot of the time. You can do as much as you possibly can, but 
ultimately comes down to is this going to work out mm-hmm. well you learn that's why hiring makes me anxious because <laughs> you're hiring for that person so you have the career essentially in your hands to help them move up and through an organization and then also you've got the responsibility of the rest of the team or organization to which you're bringing this new person into as well mm-hmm. that's why it makes me anxious because I've failed at that before. <laughs> and I've seen the damage it can cause. But on the flip side, I've also seen bringing on board new people and how much of a positive effect it can have. Which is awesome. So maybe feedback is one way to understand how people react in emotional situations. I don't think I should have drunk that tea on an empty stomach. I think that was a bad move. <laughs> do, we need to, do we need to take a pause? I don't know. I feel. I feel like I might actually. Vo- I might actually vomit. <laughs> okay. Pause. Maybe. Okay. Jesus. Did you throw up? I vomited. <laughs> you. Jesus. Okay. Welcome back. Oh fuck. Sorry about that. No problem. I'm definitely not going to drink tea on an empty stomach again. Mm. <sighs> Where were we? Hiring, Hiring. feedback. Yeah. Um, sorry, this is, I, I put water on my face as well, but my beard has acted like some sort of dam for water. It's all collected in my face. <laughs> um, yeah, we're on about hiring. Ooh. It's a fancy bit of part-time work. Tell me more. I mean, pole dancing's not really uh, my forte, but... Well, not what I've seen through the window. <laughs> where you live. I do. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that confirmed? Are you now... No. You're not? Okay, cool. Um, so I think one of the things I'm working on at the moment is like uh, account management strat. I'm not working on. I'm trying to find somebody that can work on it. Because mm. we need uh, good people to do that. You fancy experimenting with it? No. I'll bring it help, yeah. Obviously, I'll pay you. I'll do it for free. Yeah. Basically, just put, I need to throw you a bunch of clients to be like, how would you approach this? Mm. How would you build this department? Mm. And then work it out. Sure. We'll talk about it after this. Okay. Thanks. Cool. I often think about you in the shower. Oh, thanks. Welcome. <laughs> I know you don't know anything about uh, heat pumps or thermodynamics. But I know about people. Yeah, you do. Tell me more. <laughs> Coach. Um, so you're putting out content, but you mentioned uh, something else before. Oh, don't be so again. Uh, about being about what being around people that can potentially hire you. Is that what you were No, talking? it's more of like how how do you how do you be in front of people, right? Like, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. So uh, have you looked at Mend- like Future Lab just as a as a kickstart? I have. And then no. why? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I my my strat. What is it? My plan is um, I'm thinking about my audience, right? Like, who are they following? Um, what specific what specific role are they in? And who are some of the, I guess, um, LinkedIn influencers that they follow? <laughs> so I just need to show up and um, LinkedIn influencers. Comments under uh, 
insightful comments um, under those posts, and that's how that's how people find out about you, right? So, yeah, that's my plan. I just need to curate and really niche down a little bit on my audience. Um, right, now I know it's first-time managers, but it's so broad uh, in terms of like role and industry. So. Mm -hmm. By narrowing it down, I will know, okay, who are the people that I need to follow and engage in with, with their posts. You mentioned one already, right? Yeah. Simon Sinek. Yeah. There's one. Another guy called Marshall Goldsmith. Mm -hmm. you, you've heard about this guy? Yeah. Then that other guy that wrote that other book? Yeah. MB, MS, yeah. M MBS. MBS. Marine Bay Science. Yeah. That guy. Pretty cool. Is yeah. that what you're thinking, or are you thinking the the managers themselves? Yeah, you know, so interacting on 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 those posts, right? And also looking at okay, who's commenting on on these and just adding value, right? Um, when they ask questions, like oh yeah, here's how I can like just offer my opinion and uh, opinion. Maybe ask questions, like try to coach them in the comments. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the plan. Comment coaching. No, I like it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How's so it how's it going so far? I've not I've not done that. Just focus on the content creation right now. Um just pumping that out. So when it's you... not becoming a habit. I don't really have to think about it. It's mm. it's already I know, like okay, yeah. Just do it. Don't have to think. Which uh which days are you kind of focusing on your coaching stuff? <laughs> right now it's mainly the content side of things uh, I'm not really done like no obviously because it's a part time thing as well right ah yeah which Tuesday Wednesday Thursday that's what you work in a full time job no that's when I'm free was it mm. oh nice that's pretty... so like now yeah. free all day yeah what's your plan for today I still need to write uh, put out one one piece of content today What's on the agenda? Can we get a sneak peek? I don't know yet. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't started. Yeah. I thought you were writing this morning. Yeah, I didn't manage to do that. What? So Why? I to do that and then get writing. Fine. I know you've been all cagey and stuff. It's okay. Um, you recently went on holiday, right? Yeah. How's that going? Mm. It's all right. Yeah, it's a bit, uh, I don't know, I think we need some, we've spent quite a lot of time together. I think we yeah. just need some time apart for a bit. Okay. Just to, yeah, just to balance it out. So what are you going to do? I'm going to do. Just take some time apart. Fly to Taiwan. <laughs> it's been six months there. Why? See how you feel when you come back? <laughs> time apart? <laughs> Yeah, that's not what I had in mind, but okay. <laughs> no? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Well, something a bit smaller. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, Pangkor is a good island. Yeah. Like, overall, it's, uh, it's decent. Better than Redang. Um, Where else do you stay in Pangkor? Uh, west side. West side? Yeah. <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, on the west side, um, Avi, 
I wouldn't recommend it, no. <laughs> no? No, stay somewhere else. Yeah. Could, you, could you pan call out? You could, but then it's its own island and you need to go back and forth with, between the main island. So there's just more stuff to do in, on the main island. I feel like a, like a bit of a holiday would be nice. Depends yeah. what kind of holiday you want. Yeah, I know. It's the idea of a holiday, I think. It's like, oh, yeah, it's be really good. Yeah. Oh, dude. Going back to the UK next week. Ah. Uh, okay, see you there. Money. No, <laughs> <laughs> Time apart. <laughs> uh, yeah, head back on a day. Thursday night. So we can still do podcast next week. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm back. Another, end of the month. Another no money. Uh, yeah, end of the month actually. Back on the 29th. So money gonna go away for 12 days. Okay. Gonna go and see my nephew. Nephew. Mm. Mm. First time. Nice. Been nice. stressing about dropping him. <laughs> <laughs> From all the memes you've seen. <laughs> Attempt it. Don't let the uh... <laughs> intrusive thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh man. Danielle ever listens to this, she'd kill me. Yeah. <laughs> How'd it go? Immediately dropped him. <laughs> oh God. I was kicked out of the country. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. Should be fun. I want to buy him some fucking mad stuff as well. Mm. Yeah. I really do. You know what I want to buy him? Have a guess what I'd really like to buy him. Bicycle. No, a crossbow. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you know on Amazon you can buy like full on crossbows? No. It's insane. Like if you if you purchase this, it would be delivered to you. I don't know if they do any background checks. They must do background checks. Surely. Because if they fire like full stainless steel fucking arrows. Out of this crossbow, <laughs> it costs like four hundred dollars or whatever. It's like you that turns up at your house, and then you you can you can kill people with it. Yeah. So I want to buy it for a baby. <laughs> I just think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. That were a pair of Nikes, but mm. leaning more towards the crossbow. Any suggestions what I could buy him? Baby stuff. I don't know. So I mean, everyone's getting him like baby grows or I don't know, baby stuff. Hmm. Get him some man stuff. Alpha gift. What a great website. After shave, yeah. <laughs> I got after shave. Drink this. Man up, little baby. <laughs> no, but that'd be pretty cool. So it's my obviously it's my first go around as a as an uncle. Obviously, like a real uncle over here, mm -hmm. you're uncle to everybody yeah. if you've got no hair. Oh, you could get tiny baby sunglasses. Like I could. Babies need to protect their eyes, don't they? Like, why do we? Why do adults wear sunglasses, but babies don't? Doesn't make sense. Be, it's great they're being pushed around in prams all day. That's why. Still, it's bright out. It is bright. Not in the UK. It's dull as shit, man. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at this. Baby, baby sunglasses. I'm sure you'd be able to find. There should be, there should be some legit ones. I've seen ones. someone shoppy. Wow, see, the immediate ones that come up are terrible. <sighs> Fine. Okay, I'll. Okay, they're cool. Are I'll you, look into they're, it. They're just a suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. I could get. Oh, here you go. What if I got some adult sunglasses? And then. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, though. 
as they grow up, you don't have to replace. That's just it. Just continue wearing them. One for life. Yeah. Done. There you go. <laughs> don't need to buy any more gifts ever. I've been thinking about some ridiculous stuff for my brother's birthday as well. I've got to find a way to make it work. Yeah. Just, you know, unnecessary stupid <laughs> I know we went to we went to Pakistan right at the beginning of the year, but now that was eight months ago. So now it's his actual birthday, yeah. which is shit. Gotta get that finalized. Taking him for a nice nice dinner. He doesn't want anything massive. Doesn't want like a big fancy party or anything like yeah. that at the moment because he just wants a bit of downtime. I think. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just keep my eye on that. What could I get him? I don't know if he listens to this. When's this one going out? Next week. Sheesh. Hmm. Hmm. So there's a couple of things I'm thinking about. You won't listen to this, it's fine. Okay. Um, the first one is hiring a Rolls Royce for the day to just drive around in a Rolls Royce hmm. and, and thinking about where we could go for that. So I was thinking about doing some clay pigeon shooting. But then in contrast to that, I was thinking about doing a spa morning. So like a spa morning, clay pigeon shooting, and then we can go for dinner. The only challenge with that is the amount that it costs for the day, it's fine. I mean, it's ridiculous. But then the deposit that you have to put down, I I just don't have that as a deposit. So... There's a few people I uh, I know who have got large credit limits on their credit cards, so might do that. So that's the first one. General thoughts, reaction to that? Sounds like a good plan. I I can go on that. You haven't heard the second one yet. Oh, okay. Second one. I was having a look on the internet. Don't know if you've ever been on the internet. I might have. It's a a dark place. But this was like a light place, so it's okay. Um, I was thinking about purchasing two cars for like £400 each and taking them to a racetrack. And then we can just race them around on the racetrack. Because we've got like an open day and stuff like that. How good would that be? And you know the mad thing about that? Buying two cars and going to a racetrack is cheaper than the first option that I mentioned. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be quite cool as well. The only thing with that is transfer of ownership and insurance. You don't need that on the racetrack? Do you? you don't, but you need to get the cars to the racetrack. But then what happens to the cars afterwards Just as well? Ditch them. <laughs> <laughs> Or put them up for sale again. Can't just yeah, you can't just ditch them. <laughs> so yeah, I need to brain out. I just need a couple of hours to kind of think about that and orchestrate it because that'd be that'd be fucking fun. Oh, yeah. the four hundred pound car. How how fast is it going around the racetrack? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if it's around a pretty tight racetrack, it doesn't matter because then you can only go up to a certain speed. Okay. But it'd just be hilarious. I mean, you could take them for the scrap. You could just scrap them. They'll pay you? Might do. But then, to be fair, if you're going to pay for... So the Rolls Royce is £1,500. £1,500 for the day. Mm. And that's just 
you pay that money and it's gone forever. Yeah. So you buy two cars for £400. <laughs> that's £800 with potential to get money back yeah. as well. <laughs> so even if you only got £200 back, that's still you still only spent £600. Yeah. So you're £900 up already. This is a great idea. <laughs> but what I do need to get is like a either a tow truck or a flatbed or something to take the cars from where we buy them yeah. to the track. Yeah. So then we've got to hire a car or a man with a van. <clears throat> And they've got to organize the racetrack. So there's a racetrack I was looking at in Anglesey, which is a little bit further away. But still be fun. Okay. This this plan is this plan is coming together. So then what I can do, I can have a look. So the day of the I think the, the open racetrack day is the twenty seventh, which is the Sunday, the day after his birthday. So there okay. So then we can do the spa morning on his birthday, all pretty relaxed. And then we can Gonna have some fun the next day. So I can have a look at some scrap dealers on the Sunday and then take the cars to the scrappy the next day. Mm-hmm. Or on the day itself. Okay. Done. Great. Sounds like a top gear episode. Okay, I'll have to do that. <laughs> Good right. Have you got any other suggestions? I'm not getting him a crossbow as well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know your brother well enough to. Maybe a part of me thinks I don't either. I just think about just fucking. Okay, what what could be just something insane? Helicopter lessons. Hmm. No, I don't like flying. Nah. What could be exciting? We could go jousting. <laughs> 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 we could become medieval knights. All right. Okay. Another option. Oh, this is okay. I, I like. Nah. It doesn't sound as fun as. It you. doesn't. I like the car one best. But then I'm gonna have to find a garage that has two cars. That it's that, that are like four hundred pounds each or whatever. Mm. And the ones that I've seen on the internet is one like, Basing Stoke, and the other ones like Edinburgh. Like, oh god. I spend my entire time in the UK driving around picking up bangers. <laughs> mm. I'll have to think about this some more. If you come up with any ideas, not that you're going to give this any thought after this. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Think about it. Okay. All right, all right. That's what I got. You said you didn't have anything on the agenda today. No, I didn't, I didn't put anything down. Okay. Actually, on the point of gifts, then just before we move on from that, what's the most memorable gift that you've been given? And don't say the gift of life or some fucking <laughs> fillers. I'm just happy to be here, <laughs> <laughs> like a thing. A thing. Yeah, a thing. Someone's given you a thing, and it's like this thing means quite a lot. The thing might have gone now, but at the at that moment in time, it was like. This person either knows me, has thought about me. First thought that came to mind was like my first bike that uh, my parents got me. That was it. Yeah, I think that's the most. What bike was it? Yeah, to BMX. Was it bike? Yeah. Did you ever watch the BMX Bandits? No. Oh, that's right. You're not that old. <laughs> we're not. We're not that far apart. I don't know. Six, seven years. 
Six, I think. Six. You're 32. One. No. 31. One. Yeah. Okay. BMX Bandits. I think it had like Michelle Pfeiffer in it as a teenager. Mm. <laughs> so, yes, we are that far apart. Thank you okay. very much. Uh, <laughs> mate, it was a great, it was a great series. If I can remember it. Not really. Yeah, no. No, no. So, it was BMX. Can you remember the colour? It's, uh, yeah, it's. No, it's no color. It's uh, aluminum. It's, uh, hey, old school. Just... It not even be aluminum. It's just steel. Yeah. Did it have pegs on it? Yeah. Could you do tricks? No. <laughs> Never learned. It's too heavy. <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't have the strength to even how, do a wheelie. How old were you when you got this? I don't know. Probably. Between 7 to 10, maybe. 7 to 10. So let's take it at the upper end of 10. In the last 21 years, mm. you haven't been given anything that's like memorable? Or we've just forgotten? Nothing that comes to mind, Jesus. It's funny when you said BMX, the first thing that came to my mind after that was I remember getting this remote control car for Christmas. And it would have been 8 or 9, I think. Yeah. Uh, Started hyperventilating. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. No, I can't remember anything that's uh, in the past 20 years. I have to change that. I'm not buying you a Rolls Royce. <laughs> so, you know, I wonder if you can do Rolls Royce days here. That'd be fun. I think you can. I'm sure there is. Probably going to cost more than in the UK. Yeah. Because cars are more expensive here. Taxes and whatnot. Yeah, true. True, true, true. But like insurance and running costs generally are lower here. To mm. so, I me, mean, I'll have a look into that. Supercar hire for the day. Just a few grand. Yeah, what's a few grand? Everything. <laughs> when you don't have cash. <laughs> Found out that any time we get to the end of the month, I, cause I try and empty my bank account as fast as I can when I get money. Mm. Just that's, so a, that's a good goal to have. Yeah. <laughs> Not spending stuff, but I'm obviously investing and saving. You get to the end of the month, you're like, I need money. I don't have any money. It's like, fuck. It's like, okay, I'm being, I'm being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Responsible mm. with my money, even though it doesn't look like it or sound like it when I'm talking about buying two cars in the UK to race around <laughs> a racetrack. <laughs> um, so, honestly, those the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. It was, we had... Uh, how's the coaching? How's the content? What's been happening this week? What have you observed this week? Has there been any standout things? Maybe not this week. This week and last week. Standout things you like? That's interesting. I'd like to know more about that. Yeah, I wrote a post about um, I guess what do you demand of yourself, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously when you're in an island everyone's living like a quite a simple life chill life yeah and um, like that's that's you know anyone could choose to live live that life but not everyone chooses to do that right mm -hmm. so if you choose to not live that life you choose to live whatever life that you choose then obviously there are demands like there are certain things that you need to do there are certain um sacrifices you need to make mm. so it comes down to the question about okay well what's the life that you want to choose 
right? How much do you want to live? Um, and based on that, okay, this, if this is the life you want to live, what do you demand of yourself? Like, Jeez. coming back to me, like, the demands that I have on myself is I need to write every single day, right? Okay. That, that is what I demand of myself. And I, I need to live up to that, right? Because otherwise, then you just, uh, you know, yeah, you're just letting chance to happen, which we all know hope is not a strategy. Um, Why do you demand that of yourself? Men. Hmm. I don't know. I I feel like that's that's what I need to do. Why? And I know that's that. Why is it what you need to do? Simon Sinek, it. Tell me why. why he ain't oh, he didn't sing that. Because <laughs> it's it's what. Well, first I need to build up my credibility, right? Mm. I need, and also I want to share what I know. So I need to do this. Okay. Why do you need to build your credibility? Trust. Why is that important? We're going deep, mm. peeling back the onion. People don't buy stuff because that they don't trust, right? Like they don't buy from people that they don't trust. I think that's that's an element that. for. It it also comes down to, okay. When I say trust, I I guess it's more of like the brand, like who you are, mm-hmm. right? People. Based on what you put out. Those are your opinions. That that's, that defines like your thinking, who you are, your your opinions, your perspective, and when people know how you operate, how you think, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, yeah, I get a sense of who this is, right? And I get to make a decision, like, okay, do I want to work with him? Um, do I want him as a coach? So if I don't put all this out, selling, or in this case, like making a transaction. It's going to be much more difficult. So, yeah. One of the things I'm observing on that, so obviously with the company with at the moment I handle, right? We haven't got a lot of content out there. Mm. The credibility is built uh, in in the meetings, in those discovery meetings that we have, virtually or face to face. You can see there is a change in uh, tone, I think, when the people I'm with are actually in a room talking about the thing that they do, because they do it really well. Mm. But it's not more through the direct interaction, that one-to-one, because people aren't used to their kind of level of expertise, which is quite cool to watch. Um, If you thought about those one-to-one interactions you can potentially have to build that credibility of the podcasts you can be on. Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking about creating a, a interview podcast, like <gasps> just interviewing like um, managers that people look up to, right? So I just pick an industry, pick the top, 50 companies in those industries under whatever department and say hey 
would you say your manager like how would you rate your manager right mm-hmm. are, they, are they are they great are they good scale of like, you know, zero to five um what makes them good then i'll based on that approach the manager and say hey your people love you something must be good something that you're doing must be right right yeah. like would you like to share you know how 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 you operate how you run your team as a manager as a leader in the organization and then yeah from there build up that one-to-one thing that'd be cool yeah that's another thought uh is that something you want to run with uh probably not right now i want to focus on the the content side of things Mm. i want that to stabilize like make it like super easy and then i can build on stack on top with with the other stuff it's, yeah. you said the uh the routine is becoming pretty easy well yeah there's come i don't really need to think too much about it mm. but i still need to write obviously yeah um so yeah i like it let me know when you're ready to do that next podcast Mm. See if it can help in some way. I don't know how that might might be. I'm sure, there's some people I know that people look up to them as decent leaders and decent managers. Yep. Okay. Sure I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah, please. Dig some out. What do you got for me? Anything you want to ask, say, feedback, update? Let me know. Stuff and things. No, nothing. Yeah, I didn't put anything on the agenda, actually. So I don't think I have anything. They were the only three things I had on the agenda. I think I embellished Great. a little bit as well. And then I vomited a bit. <laughs> feel better now, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink tea on an empty stomach. Because mm. you might vomit. I know I did. Yeah. Good takeaway. <laughs> solid takeaway key <laughs> takeaway for the day um i'll let you know what it how it what 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 I'll let you know how it goes with the uh the gift decision mm. yes please ah oh, be so good film it a hundred percent so yeah then i have to you know, i'll just film it myself just hire somebody i'll fucking film myself okay no that's fine <laughs> let's wrap it up Bye, okay see ya see ya bye